In a world where everyone is stressed out with homework and responsibilities, Trent and Jeff are here to remind you to hang loose. And welcome back to another episode of Hanging Loose with Trent and Jeff. Jeff's not here, obviously. I'm here with my brother Colby. He was featured on one of the episodes. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. And our very own star guest today, Papa Dan. <laughs> Dan Graves. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you. So before we get into it, um, to all the audience, I know it's been a couple weeks since I've recorded an episode, but life is crazy. So we are coming out with a banger today. Um, finally, socially acceptable to listen to Christmas music as of tonight. Um, but you guys will hear this when it's a little closer to Christmas. Um, but why don't we jump right into it and you can give us a little introduction. Dan Graves, you are also our grandfather. Yes. So I know that you have some crazy stories, but before we get into that, give us a brief synopsis of your 65 years. 68. 68. 69. January. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate 69 that. 69 years old. Wow, look at that. All right. So, how did you get to this point of being our grandfather? In, <laughs> in one minute. The one journey. Minute. Give us a quick journey. Give us a quick journey. Well, let's see. I was born in Florida, in Coral Gables, Florida. Really? Yep. I don't lived there until I was five years old. Okay. And then we moved back to Michigan, which is where my parents were from originally. Yep. And lived there and learned to ski and stuff there. Sick. Yeah. Love that. And then uh, came to California when I was nine. Really? Yeah. What part? Uh, Cupertino. Okay. Sick. And so I went to high school there, Cupertino High School. That's where my Grammy Donna. Grammy Donna. Yeah. Cupertino High. Cupertino High School, 1969. And, wow. uh, yep. And then things got a little bit hairy, you know, actually, life-wise. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like I was talking to you about the other day. Yeah. I didn't know what the heck to do and uh, totally confused. The Vietnam War was just going and people were in the streets. Yeah. Protesting. This is 19 what? 1969. 1969. Okay. Nobody wanted that war. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, after a while, it just, it's not like the rock, you know, the rock war or, right. uh, you know, Afghanistan. It was yeah. nothing like that. Everybody hated it. And so, you know, I had a draft. They had a draft breathing down your neck. You know what that is? I do. Okay. Let our audience know for the young listeners. This was, okay, this was a uh, situation where... They tell you, you just get a letter in the mail, it says report to such and such. When you're 18. Yeah, 18 when you're 18, yeah. you, have to, you have to go down yep. and get a physical. Mm-hmm. Register. Register. Yeah, I don't think I ever did that. I yeah. got the letter. I, I definitely have. Do that? You still have to register. I don't think I have oh. either. Yeah. To be honest. Well, if my mom wow. didn't do it, then I didn't do it. Oh, wow. I had to do it myself. Mama's boy. Yeah, now you had to go down there personally because they do a physical. Oh, wow. Oh. And take everything, you know. and uh, Pants down, yeah, tearing got, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, if you got flat feet, they wouldn't take it, you know. Really? So there, yeah. And then, so there were people driving, burning their draft cards and uh, going to Canada, you know, just to get away from it. And there were guys who would swallow uh, little balls of, of, of uh, aluminum foil. You get sick? Well, no, because when they do an x-ray... It would show up as a as an ulcer 
and they wouldn't take you if you had an ulcer. So I mean, guys were doing everything. What is what was the percentage of like, like if you know, I'm 18 and me and my buddies like, what is the percentage of me out of my 10 buddies getting drafted? Was it like pretty much everyone? Yeah, I, yeah, it was a very so. If you didn't come up with, if you didn't swallow aluminum, you were going. Yeah, exactly. And if you swallow aluminum, you were in trouble because it doesn't <laughs> dissolve. <laughs> That'd be it. It yeah. goes out the same yeah. way it goes in. So you might be ripping yourself. Oh, that's pretty bad. Coming down. Explicit but, content. But yeah, anyway, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty hairy. So yeah. I, I didn't know what to do, you know. Uh, I went to college, started right in, in college, and I really didn't want to do that. I wanted to take a little break. Yeah. Before I went to college, you know. But I went to college because if you went to college, you got a uh, deferment, they call it. Which meant that you didn't have to go in. Mm. But anyway, after a year of college, I said, you know what, I'm taking a break. And I took a break. And then they had a lottery system, and my lottery number was 12. And the lower your number was, the more likely you were to be drafted. Out of how many? Uh, went up to, I only, I th- I'm not sure how high I went up. I think it was only like 100. But still, 12 is So 12 low. is like low. So you're getting so, like, I'm getting picked. <laughs> any day. Any day. And if you get picked, you got picked, you went into the Army. Okay. Okay, if you got drafted, you went into the Army. You didn't go in the Marines, you didn't go in the Air Force, you didn't go in the um, Navy. Navy, Coast Guard, whatever, nothing. It was the Army. Yeah. And they would just, you didn't have to have a high school diploma to be in the army. So the people in the army were, you know, <laughs> dishwashers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Crappy swap job. deck. Yeah. Uh, food mess hall. Exactly. Yeah. So I had a couple friends that had gone into the air force and, um, this is, this story's getting long. I no, that's no, okay. Right. I, I want, anyway, I want to hear it. These guys, you know, I had a couple buddies that went in the air force and, uh, so it's a four year stint. The army's only two. Really? Yeah. So how do you, how did they end up in the Air Force? Were they drafted yeah, they, into it? No. Did, so they volunteered. Yeah. In the like Air Force. I said, you don't. You, they wouldn't draft you in anything else except the Army. Okay. And if so, if you didn't want to go in the Army, if you wanted something a little better, you'd go in the Air Force. But you were signing up for two more years if you did that. Well, you have to. You yeah. Have, you have to enlist for four years. Okay. Right? So anyway, I did that, and uh, and uh, yeah. So my. They give you a test to see what you're best at. You know, <laughs> what you're bad at. Like right away? And yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I came up in, as a personnel specialist as my guaranteed job. And they, okay. they would give you at that time, it was a special deal where they give you a guaranteed job. Gotcha. To, so, because that was a big deal. Because it's like, I'm not going in, what am I going to do? Yeah, because the recruiters would tell me, oh, you want to fly airplanes? No problem, just sign right here. <laughs> And then you get fly tomorrow. Yeah, and you get in there and you're washing dishes and cleaning <laughs> toilets for right. four years. Yeah, you know? yeah. So anyway, um, they'll get you. I had a guaranteed job and and uh, personnel. And when I was in basic training in Lackland Air Force Base in Texas, um, they uh, they let a few guys leave. You know, really, because there were there were no jobs in their guaranteed thing. Really? They had signed under the wow. same program I had, and there were no jobs open, so they let them go home. And then you're free from the draft. They can't draft you after that. How long, how long had the war been going on at this point? Uh, the war had been going on. I'd been hearing about it all through high school. 
Okay. So this was 69. So I think the war, I don't know when, to be honest with you. I, yeah. mean, I was a young kid. I was probably, I think it might have been 63, 4, 5. I know. But, but like, so like at this point you knew it was like a real war. Like it wasn't, oh, like, oh what are we doing over this there? Was yeah. a, like this, was, was, this was a real war. Yeah. I mean, guys were getting coming back, uh, you know, and nobody, you know, people were spitting on them and everything. Yeah. They wore their uniforms and stuff because everybody was so anti-war. It was crazy. So yeah. the, the conflict was from 1955 to 1975. Okay. Was the go. whole conflict. There you it's go. not enough. Yeah. Around yeah. then. Yeah. Sounds so, about right. Anyway, I went in. And I mean, that's a whole story I could tell you about the, about the Air Force, but... You know, I don't know if you want to go there or somewhere we'll else. Come back to that if you want. Okay, come back to that. So, what what happened when I got in the Air Force? Um, I was looking for a job, and uh, you know, up in Fairfield. Yep. Because that's where. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. sorry what happened? You had a guaranteed job, right? In the army, and then what yeah. happened? Uh, they had nothing so, there for you. No, they gave, they gave me the job. Yeah. Okay. So I was a personnel specialist. Okay. Um, you know, which is basically you're working at a desk job. Okay. But, you know. And um, at Travis Air Force Base. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And so right they made me the AWOL clerk. So I was, I was taking care of all the AWOLs. Yeah. So that's a... Not the, just out of that base, but... Everywhere. So AWOL is like a saying that we hear a lot. And it's like, oh, that person went AWOL. Yeah. And like, they went AWOL, AWOL. Or like, I always thought I meant eight crazy, but AWOL actually means... Away without official leave. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So leave is, you know, like like when I got married to Grandma Donna, we I had a leave for, after after I went to tech school, I went to basic, then tech school in Mississippi, oh. and then I hadn't finished that quite up yet, so I came back, I got a leave for like three weeks or a month, came back, married her, took a quick honeymoon in Carmel, nice. and, and then we took off and went to... Uh, we drove across the country to uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Boom. Keesler Air Force Base. Wow. Yeah. And, so, and this, is all, is this is all after the draft? Or, or, the draft's still going on. Okay. No, but you're an AWOL clerk. Are you married yet? Uh, I wasn't AWOL clerk yet. I was going to tech school at this point. Okay. And well, I read, yeah, we got married. Yeah. And then I went, uh, see, I went to tech school from Texas. Okay. Went to tech school. And I finished about three quarters of the way through. Okay. And then, you know, I wanted to leave to come back here and marry her because it was Christmas time. Oh, okay. So, you know, I took the leave and... Uh, Boom. Yeah. Wow. So we got married December 27th. That's why two days after Christmas and uh, and then went back. Happy yeah. almost anniversary. Thank you. In the month. Thank you. <laughs> I know. It's a long time. How many years? It'll be 40... See, we were married in '71, so be 48. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah, or it's a lot. Even now, it's a lot. It's so awesome. Two more years to be 50. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I wound up at uh, Fairfield. When I got out of the Air Force in Fairfield, um, they uh, there, were, there was any jobs, you know. So you served four years as a clerk, kind of. No, I didn't. No. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole. That's a whole. Other <laughs> 
you want to hear about yeah. it? Yeah, so you're the AWOL clerk. You want to hear about and it? And then what happened? Okay, so yeah, what happened? I'm, I'm the AWOL clerk. What happened? Okay, so back in those days, man, they had a computer that was like as big as this room. Yeah. And like people would type in. And for a while I was doing that, you yeah. know. At first you started out, I was just filing papers. Sure. Right? And so we, I was a night shift. So three, oh, wow. three in the afternoon until like eleven at night. Wow! And I was working with this big old Samoan guy, right? <laughs> and uh, and so he was like, oh, "Man, you know, because as soon as the NCO and NCOIC, the non-commissioned officer in charge, was our boss, yeah, and he was like a, some lifer with four stripes, you know, and yeah, we had like one stripe, yeah, and well, but he was, an, he was an idiot, you know, and so. <laughs> and so He'd leave like at seven thirty, seven thirty or something like that every night, and then we just do nothing the rest of the night. Nice. <laughs> and this this guy that we used to supposed to file all this stuff, big yeah. papers. He'd give us stats. He'd go, "Now file these things tonight." You know, okay. <laughs> and so this guy, this guy goes, "You just sit back, go. Let's go out and get a cigarette. <laughs> Thanks, go out dude. there, and, you know." And then we come back in. He go, he go grab some, grab some of these papers. So I grab a whole. Thing of papers like this. These are these are like advancements and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was wireless. Nothing was computerized. You know, until you put it in the computer. These right? are all this the records in the books. These are all the these records. These are top secret documents. So yeah. So <laughs> crazy. So this guy goes, "Come on, let's go." So he goes, I, he goes, I, he goes, "Where are we going?" He goes, "Cross the street, man." He goes, "There's a dumpster." So, <laughs> so you're kidding. So we go no. So we go over there. With two big old piles of. Of, uh, all these, oh my like, god! These are like generals and stuff, colonels <laughs> and stuff, getting promotions, and we just dumping them in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, and this this Samoan guy was funny. He was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and the next the next night, the guy, the sergeant, or the next yeah. afternoon, three, yeah, the sergeant would come in, and then small guy would go, look at all that. Filing we did last night. No. Charge. What a sad. We just be sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, working right. really hard, man. Damn. So this went on for a while, and then, then they so, just, so you you met you <laughs> took multiple trips to the. Oh yeah, dumpster. this happened like more than Why one. Why file it when you can just travel nights? Exactly. Exactly. Sit around and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I love so, the logic. Anyway, yeah, except for I, I was like a kind of a hyper guy. I didn't yeah. like sitting still. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't really? like I feel like you're like so like just chill. No, man. No. No. I'm like, well, I, mean, I might look it, but I'm really like, I couldn't Wiry? sit still. Yeah. Yeah. I could not sit. Kind of like choy choy. Yeah. Like, just like, right. Right. Going, yeah. like boom, 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 boom. But everyone's like, always so laid back, but he's really just nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I went in there and like, you know, this is boring stuff, man, filing. So I talked, they, they, you know, they could tell I was, you know, kind of unhappy. And, you know, fortunately, they made me the AWOL clerk. And I was, you know, I had my own desk and I, and I took care of all the AWOLs. I had to keep track of, you know. So what are the AWOLs? They're people who they would just run from the draft, basically. Well, uh, no, the people that ran from the draft was a different deal. Okay. These are people that enlisted. They're in the Air Force. Okay. And then they've, you know, they come in drunk to work or hungover mm-hmm. the next day. And for two hours, they're late for work. That's yeah. AWOL. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So for those okay. two hours, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. They're, and, then, okay. and then they show up for work, and, you know. And so I'm looking at this, and, and, and I'm seeing these guys, you yeah. know. And then... 
And then after 30 days, you're considered a deserter. And that's a... Um, so you're just ditching, like people that just... You're ditching, yeah. Don't... You, yeah, you just, you know, ditching school for... For 30 and days. And not coming back. Yeah, not, yeah, and not coming back. Mm. But you're running from the military. But the right. difference is, is when you're... Thir- yeah. Well, see, what most people don't understand, and I didn't understand until I was in there, is that when you're in a, a service, you're no longer under civilian law. Right. Our law system is all based on English common law. You know, back in England. Right, yeah. Okay? Well, when you're in the... In the service, any branch of the service, you're in the UCMJ, which is the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is martial law, basically. Oh, right? wow. It's like, I'm going to tell you what to do, and you you're going to do, do it. You have to do yeah. it. No choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, so anyway, under that system, you're in there, and these guys, after 30 days, they're a deserter. Yeah. And then I'd have to type out letters by hand, because they didn't have oh, lots of desktop fun. publishing. Or anything, and say, get your mail back over. <laughs> no, I'd send to the police departments. You know, we oh. didn't know where the people were, uh-huh. so I'd send the police departments. Well, oh, gotcha, they, gotcha. You know, or you might be here, might be there, whatever. But I started noticing a pattern. It's like these these guys would, you know, come in late for a couple of hours, and they give them an Article Fifteen, which is like a misdemeanor. Right. I forgot to go back. When after three days, it's it's a court martial, which is a, it's like a felony, right? Under civilian, if you're a deserter, if you're a deserter, yeah, you're that's a deserter yeah. after thirty days. So anyway, these guys would be gone for a couple hours, and they give them an article fifteen, which is a misdemeanor. Yeah, they would fine them like a hundred or two hundred bucks, and after they do it a couple times, they kick them out. Of the, mm. of the Air Force. So then people were just getting purposely fired? Yeah, under an Article 15 uh, discharge. Mm. Oh, okay. So they get two Article 15s, and they were letting these guys go with a general discharge under honorable conditions, which meant... Oh, so it wasn't even dishonorable? No. Oh. And there's all kinds of... There's general, there's honorable, there's dishonorable, there's under honorable conditions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So anyway... These guys were getting out, and I go, you know, I went in. Actually, I went into Los Gatos Christian Church, and because uh, my sister Judy went there, and it was over on Dave's Avenue. Okay, okay. Crossing up where it is now. Yeah. And uh, she said, "You know, you, Danny, ought to really, you know, check this out." So anyway, I got on the phone with the major. She was the head of the whole personnel area, and she says, "If you come back, you know, you know, we're not going to do anything to you. Just, you know, just come back, you know." I went I AWOL, something fishy. I went AWOL on May 1st, I think, which was the date that I was supposed to be promoted to two stripes. Mm. Which big deal, you know. Yeah. I mean they pay you like a hundred bucks a month there. You know? Yeah. And like two stripes, they give you a hundred and a quarter, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like I didn't want it, you know, I didn't want anything to do with it. So came back and uh, she uh Slammed it to me hard. Did she? Yeah, because she, she, she knew. She knew that, that you know this guy. You know, so she threw me in the correctional custody, jail, prison. Or you went to jail? Just, just on the base. Yeah, jail. <laughs> oh, so you went back. She so did go back. Yeah, I went back after two days. Only. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so she said, "I'm not going to do anything." He, he showed, showed up. Just yeah. throws you in a cell. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Just you know, busted me a grade. You know, I went from two stripes down to one stripe, and 
which I didn't care. And she said, you got to go to jail. Correctional custody, they call it. You go to jail during the day, but at the nighttime, you, you sleep, you know, in the bunks. Normal bunks. So you're like, well, actually, 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 I was I was living off base with Grammy Donovan. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So well, you, she didn't think it was too nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, honey, you gotta get up for work. Yeah. How's oh, your head? Oh. Here's your cell, sir. <laughs> ah, working hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, actually, yeah. So I, you know, what what happened is, I'd go to I'd go to uh, work during the day, and then I'd go to jail at night. You know. And, Did you ever sell me? Uh, yeah, there was a well, yeah, there was guys. It was like more like a dorm. Uh, yeah. There were guys in there that did all kinds of stuff, you know, bad stuff. I you mean, didn't there, drop the there, soap, there was a blue, <laughs> blue beret in there, which was like the Green Berets and Army. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was like for something, I don't know. There were guys in there for all kinds of stuff. And anyway, it wasn't that crazy, you know, in jail, but <laughs> they weren't going to let me out. You know, I go. So you broke out of jail? No, 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 no. Uh, no. Uh, I was, I was still, I was still in there, but uh, for two weeks, you know, I figured yeah. oh, this is a piece of cake. I don't mind this. You yeah, know? I'll go to work during the day and sleep here at night instead of at home. You know, no big deal. Yeah. So anyway, I figured I'm gonna have to do this again, you know, because once it worked, and it never did. It usually, I, I had, I'd been doing the AWOL desk for yeah. about maybe three months. Okay, that's when I started noticing this pattern. Yeah. Is that how easy it is to get out of here? Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be in the draft. I didn't want to be in the Air Force. I don't care about the military. I don't want anything to do with it. You know? So, I did it again. <laughs> so, you went home. You went back to Yeah, I, went, I came back here and spent another weekend and didn't go show back up for on Monday for work. You know, it's gone yeah, again. More a couple, weekend. A couple more days. You yeah, know? whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then... <laughs> Anyway, sooner or later, they, so they let me out. They gave me a general discharge. This took, this took like about a three months. Yeah, another month three period. months. Yeah. Yeah. In there. And they let me out. General discharge under honorable conditions, which meant I got the GI Bill, which what that is, is you can get home loans with no money down and at very good interest rates. And um, also you could go to school under the GI Bill, and they would pay you to go to college. No way. Yeah. Huh. So I got those perks because it was under honorable conditions. Gotcha. If it had been, uh, there was, I forget now, I knew all this stuff because I was in personnel, you, you know all this stuff. Well, know? and what's crazy is you were like in charge of catching the people. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. did. And, and exactly. And you're, watching, did. you're watching them do it, and you're like, I can do that. I can do that. We got it pretty good. Classic. Exactly. Yeah, that's classic. Oh, man, this looks just like what I needed. <laughs> Thank you, God. This is a job I wanted. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I got out eventually. And uh, when I got out, I went I went cold calling, knocking on doors. Every place looking for a job. Could not find a job. And really? I always had found a job. This is in the I, Bay Area? No, uh, no, this is up in Fairfield. Fairfield. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, the whole area. Yeah. Backerville, Fairfield, you know, and I even went as far as the, the bridge, Benicia Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Or one and there was nothing. Oh, wow. So they said, go down to uh, Vallejo. Yeah. It's the nearest unemployment office. Go down there and you collect unemployment. 
So I went down there, applied for unemployment, you know, which that is. That's where they pay you money. Yeah. You know, a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, I went down there, and the lady said, um, she says, well, um, would you be interested in being a psychiatric technician? Mm. And I go, uh, uh, well, my major was psychology in, in, in school. That's what I wanted to major in. Okay. I said, well, what's a psychiatric technician? And they go, well, you know, you work with, you know, work at Napa State Hospital. Napa State Hospital was right down the road. Yeah, Napa. Yeah, Napa was like right in between Vallejo and Fairfield, oh, where right. I live. Yeah. So anyway, um, I go, okay, so I took the test. And she goes, well, yeah, you qualify. And so what this is a special program. We're only taking 20 people. And we're going to pay you. The state will pay you to go to college. And... Um, and then um, afterwards, you'll get your license. And instead of taking two years of college or whatever, it only takes one more year. So I went into college. I mean, I went into I went into the program. Yeah. And um, and I got the GI Bill from the Air Force. Yeah. Which from the service. Plus, I got money from the state. Mm. So like we were we were loaded, man. Yeah. So yeah. we had we had tons of money. Yeah, I had a I had a seventy two dollar a month car payment on my brand new Volkswagen Bug. Boom! Seventy two dollars. Seventy two dollars. <laughs> I had my our rent was one hundred sixty five a month. Wow! And I was making seven fifty a month. You know? Yeah. And I was like, dude, we were just floating. Had nice. It was brand new apartments, new pool. Boom! It was sweet. Yeah. You know? And uh, Grammy Down was working at a. That's how I and I and I went. You did your clinical, so you you go to school, to college, yep, in Napa College, and then and then half the day, and then the other half the day, you'd go to Napa State Mental Hospital, which is was like two hundred acre place and been around since the eighteen hundreds. This place was really curved. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It, it was bad. It's like Shutter Island. Just yeah, crazy people I mean, this, this place. Yeah, well, back then they did not have the death penalty. Interesting. Yeah, and California, and they they reinstituted that because of this reason. <laughs> the reason I'm going to tell you is that you read the paper, you know, and say yeah, that was a murder, so and so, and they go, yeah, he was he was out on parole. You know what what a, what a life sentence meant back then in 1972. Mm -hmm. And before that was seven years and you were out on parole. Oh, uh, that's a life sentence. So yeah, like that was a life sentence. Oh, it wasn't, okay. you know, now a life sentence is a life sentence. Right. Especially if it's without parole. But back then, everybody was out like in seven years. That's crazy. It was crazy. And that's why the public had a backlash and they said, we, we want the death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. so, and also to give some people some context, because as we're kind of, you're starting to talk about your your psychiatric job. Yeah. job. Yeah. Basically, Papa Dan here works with crazy people. Is right. is to sum it up yeah. for you guys. Cutely psychotic. You know, and we had one guy, he was flicking paper. He got his paper and he'd flick it like this. <laughs> and he'd say a Bible verse. He'd say, he'd, what'd he say? He'd say, uh, I forget what Jeremiah. Was. Uh, no, uh, so, so it was like, it was like, <laughs> I forget but anyway, that's creepy. Yeah. So the, the 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 side effects themselves are weird. It's called what was it called? Um, Thorin. Thorazine. Okay. Thorazine. Yeah. Do you shoot it up or is it a pill? Or? Oh no, it's a pill. Okay. You can you can give shots, but 
nowadays they we hardly they never use it. I mean, we use it one place, you know. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's like it's got such nasty side effects. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So anyway, I'm still in school now. I haven't finished, you know. But you're working with crazy people now. But I'm working with crazy people, and oh man, I'm telling you, and. You know, with different sections, like the acutely psychotic is one type, mm-hmm. and other ones was adolescence. So okay. the, these kids are running around; they're just absolutely crazy, man. They're just throwing stuff and kicking things, and just you know. And then I'm still in school, and I'm still going through. It. And then one of the worst, um, then you go to the med surge unit. Okay, it's a medical surgical, so they would do medical surgical procedures on people. It was a full functioning hospital and you know they had a uh, operating theater they call it. It looks it's seats that go up like this above and it's all glass and then right above the operating table. So really? yeah. So, so we, everyone's watching. Yeah, so this this huh? this they were doing a full hysterectomy, which is a huh? fallopian tubes, uterus, the ovaries. They're taking them out. Thirty year old girl. Yeah, they're taking them out. And we got to watch it, you know, and this guy's cracking <laughs> jokes and stuff. The doctor, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to take out the baby carriage and blah, blah, blah. Everything. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so they, they so we, I watched that and I'm like, you know, I'm not really up for this kind of blood and gore. Yeah. I don't want to be a doctor. Yeah. And I don't want to be a nurse. So this psychiatric technician thing, I'm a, I'm a little like, I don't know about this. You know? Yeah. Too much. So, and then I and then I get on these. Oh, this one, this one ward I was on was acutely retarded. <coughs> okay, and yeah, that's what they called it back then. Now it's called developmentally disabled. Right. And developmentally delayed. Yeah, and these these were people delayed. that had IQs so low they couldn't measure them. I wow. mean Tahoe. Yeah. It's way smarter. Talk your dog. dog. Your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way smarter than yeah. some of these people. I'm serious. Oh, wow. Maybe so eight, you're in a eight room. feet away from me. We're in this huge room. Okay. It's huge like room. a big room. It's got a pool table in it. Oh, cool. And so this guy comes in, and so he, tap, he tries to attack me, and he hits me on the back of the head with his fist. You know? Did you but see him coming, or? No. So, so you were standing there. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I just, in my peripheral vision, I saw him coming, so I kind of... I started going like this, and and then after he hit me, he was like coming after me still. Yeah. So I like I got behind the pool table. Yeah. So he was at one end of the pool table, I'm at the other, and wherever he moved, <laughs> like, like brothers, like a cat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cat and mouse. Yeah. So we're going back and forth with that. So after that experience, um, you know, the doctor checked me out, make sure I didn't have a concussion or anything. But after that experience, I'm like. I told him, you know what, I really don't think I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did, went ahead and took the state license and I got my license for it. But um, I didn't do it. And my license, you know, I had for several years and I wound up in, you know, a uh, printing business. And I owned, owned half of a printing business for wow. 15 years. Yeah, when I was 27 years old, awesome. this guy, 50, you know, he hired me as a salesman, and then he offered me half his business, so I went into that um, with him, and that was crazy. Yeah, there are no longer printers like that. It's commercial printing, okay, which is gone now. 
Yeah. Because it just doesn't exist. Everybody just does it. Yeah. yeah. Except for long run stuff. Okay. You know. So you did that for 15 years and then I know that, I mean, when I was littler growing up, growing up, I remember yeah. you telling me stories. So did you end up going, getting back into? Yeah. Well, what happened was I, that I, <clears throat> um, yeah, I wound up in the year 2000. They started take going south for print for uh, printing, printing and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I just go maybe I had a. And, and my teacher in school told me, she said, never let your license lapse. She goes, if you lapse, in other okay, words, pay the the fine every two, two years. years. Right, right, right. You know, she said, never let lapse. Well, of course I let. After three years, you're paying two hundred bucks there. You know, at that time it was a lot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never gonna use this thing again. I, you know. I, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So I let it lapse. So anyway, long story short, is eight, uh, 2000 comes around. I go, maybe I better check this out, you know? So I checked it out to see how much they were making. And uh, I thought I could get I could get by on that. Yeah. You know, the money coming there paying them. So I said, call up the board. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's in Sacramento. Okay. And I said, how do I get licensed? I was licensed, I, you know, way back in 73, yeah. 74, and uh, how how do I get my, my license? And they said, just take the test. I said, oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. No studying? No, no. So, so then I called up, I called up the college, um, I called up uh, the college here, Mission College. Oh, yeah. They offer, well, yeah, yeah, certain yeah. schools offer. Sure. Offer the, the curriculum for to become a psychiatrist. Yeah. So anyway, I called him up. I said, you got some stuff I can study? He said, nope. I looked online, and all they have was a 15-question test. That's it. Just study for this and that, which is nothing. Because yeah. you're talking about like a 300, you know, or more question, question? test. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's bad. So then I called up Napa, Napa where I graduated. Yeah. And I said... Uh, Hey, uh, you know, I'd like a copy of my transcript. And, uh, okay, and then can you hook me up with the people in the psychiatric department, technician, the head of the psychiatric yeah, department? Yeah. So they hooked me up with her. And she said, uh, I said, do you guys have, to have anything I can study? And I, she said, no. And I so thought, where are you supposed to study? Yeah, I thought, well, this is great, man. It's been like 30 years. Wow. 25 years. And you passed. And, no. Uh, <laughs> So, so what happened was, so I go, I said, you know what? I'm going to drive up to Napa just about a week later. I said, I'm going to drive up to Napa and pick up my transcript because I want to hurry up and get that back here. Because what other thing was cool was when I got out of, when I got out of the Air Force and and finished my psych tech program, they gave me a whole bunch of credits. (laughs) They gave me all these credits, man. And so, you know. It gave me, you know, some help there. But anyway, yeah. So then so, you got back into it. So you failed the test. No. So passed. what happened was I, I, so I went to pick up the transcripts, and she says, "Oh, are you the guy that asks about um, about creepy curriculum?" Yeah. And I said, "Well, first I asked for the lady that was the head of the department because yeah. I talked to her on the phone, and then she said, yeah." Uh, She's not here this week. Mm. And I go, okay. And I started walking away. And she says, are you the guy that called up and wanted some stuff, study material for the 
exam? Yeah. I said, yeah. And she says, oh, she left this here for you. And it was like a stack of papers, this 500 sheets, you know, and uh, double-sided stuff. So I studied that for a week, took the test, and got relicensed. Oh, nice. Boom. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. And so then, you know, I went back into it. So and I stayed in for 15 years. Yeah. There you go. I left there. I went to El Camino Hospital, which took okay. much different people. Gotcha. These are people that were more depressed and bi- right. some bipolars and uh, anxiety. Which totally like like more common. Very few more schizophrenics. Gotcha. Yeah, maybe out of 20 people, maybe one guy would be schizophrenic. Gotcha. And the schizophrenics, I really didn't scare me. I mean, you know. Schizophrenia is... Schizophrenia is a disorder that hits between, usually between the ages of 15 and 25. Okay. So if you haven't had it, you know, by the time you're 25, you're probably not going to be. Don't worry about getting schizophrenic. And that's... And they don't know what causes it. And it's fear of... or No, it's... Well, paranoid schizophrenia is is a fear of, yeah... Just everything? Or most things? It can be. A lot of different things, you know. They they can make things up. Yeah, that they think you're talking about them. I right. They'll say, "Hey, I heard you talking about me over there." Yeah. You know, we were, you were laughing at me. You know, we were laughing about something. Right. Or something. right. So they misinterpret things. Gotcha. You know, and stuff like that. But schizophrenias are um, they're they're not bad because they're they're living in their own world. Right. And they leave you alone pretty much. Yeah. But the bipolar people are really tough to handle. Some yeah. of them. When they get manic, which means they feel and really good. Yeah. And one guy went super highs are highs. He goes, I love mania. You know, he said, I just love mania. Yeah. Because it's better, it's supposed to be better than any drug you could possibly take. They yeah. just feel really good. Yeah. They feel so good they can't sleep. Yeah. So they'll go days or weeks with it without sleep or very little sleep. And that'll make you crazy by itself. Yeah. 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 I mean, they did a study at Stanford one time where they took a bunch of students and they, for two weeks, they'd sleep deprived them. And there was a few of them that went psychotic, you know, crazy. That's, and never came legal? back. Never came back? Never came back. Just from... The study? Just from no sleep. Even in a controlled yeah. environment. In a controlled environment. So make sure so you get, this, get, get your get sleep. Your sleep. Make sure you get your sleep. Um, okay, real quick. we got a couple minutes left. Sorry about Quick, no, 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 I love it, I love it. So, funny, funny story. Funny story. We can't end on a dark story. <laughs> funny, quick, quick, funny story. I remember you telling me, I mean, I've heard a couple of them. Yeah. Off the top of your head, what's a funny interaction? Interaction, well, funny story in the psychiatric. I remember one time this, this guy came up to me and he goes, I was like the charge nurse or for this unit, you know, okay. so he came to me. So he'd walk around and make sure everyone was okay and yeah, or check in on them. Yeah. And, well, we had other people doing that, but okay. I was like giving out meds and stuff. Gotcha. Like that. Okay. But he comes to me and goes, I, I don't know how to say this, but there's a lady out there having sex with a tree. <laughs> She was out there like rubbing herself up against. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. There's a good one. There's a That's good one. It, man. I had another oh. nurse who told me. I had another nurse I was working with at, at El Camino, and she says, she says, yeah, man. She says, I, you know, this one girl, one one time I went in there and she was having sex with a pumpkin. <laughs> at, at 
El Camino Hospital. <laughs> there you have it. Those are the um, those are the G-rated stories. Yeah, I'm sure. We the, can, uh, the, the PG or the R and X. I can't say. <laughs> if that <laughs> is G, if that is G, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if one day I'll even be ready for the R and X. Yeah, but. that's G. You'd see all kinds of stuff. Well, see at now. At, at, <laughs> At Crestwood, I'll just tell you a little bit. <laughs> tell us a little Crestwood, careful people kids, have a right to have sex. That's a legal it's right a because they're right. in there for a long time. Yeah, like 10, 15 years. Yeah, and in fact, um, I won't name the guy, but there was a guy in there whose brother was a professional football player and he had the same last name. Oh, okay. This guy was crazy. He was a loon repair, man. He was just like completely out there. Yeah. But he, but I remember him telling me, yeah, he played for the, his brother played for the Raiders. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah. So what was I going to get to? Um, I forget. You say you're going to tell a little bit they have a right to have sex. Oh, so. yeah. They have a right to have sex. So, so, uh, you know, one time I'm, st- I'm out there and this guy comes up behind me and he grabs me and he hugs me, you know, like this. And this guy, I'm like, dude, let me down, you know. So he lets me down, you know. And uh, I said, I said, dude, you know, I'm not like that. Leave me, you know, leave me alone, you know. And he goes, I, I go, I like, I like women, you know. He goes, I like men and women. <laughs> And the, um, the guys told me, they told me that, uh, um, that like 90% of those people in there are bisexual. Really? Just yeah, to try to do that. Yeah. Human yeah. So what would happen is you'd go in a room and you could see all kinds of stuff going on. Wow. Because they had a right to do it. Yeah. El Camino Hospital is different. It's a hospital. Right. This is just a psychiatric part of it. Sure. They also do a bunch of other stuff. Right. You don't have those rights. Right. We didn't allow them to touch, even touch each other then. Probably, yeah. probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw a guy one time just smash this lady, old lady there. That's just horrible. beat her, man. I mean, he, he'd been perfectly quiet. He'd lay on the floor, flat on his belly, and pray. He was Muhammad. He played Muhammad or whoever. Allah. Allah. Yeah. yeah he was um, that religion. And so he would pray a lot and uh, never touched anybody. And then one day, this lady was walking by, and he just started wailing on her face, man. That's horrible. Beating her, yeah, it was terrible. And then the guy went down, and there was somebody on the telephone, on a payphone. Yeah. He went in and started pounding on him. And then he ran in his room, and I ran over there real quick, and I hit the lock on his room, because they got no no lock. They oh, can't unlock it from the right. outside. And we called the police, and the police sent a negotiator who came in and told the guy that said do you want out of here and the guy says yeah he says well face the the opposite wall face your with your back to me get on your knees and put your hands behind your back and they took him out they won't let cops on a psychiatric unit with guns really and a lot of the cops get yeah they they get to the unit and the and the nurses say hey leave leave your guns in here in the bedroom we're gonna lock them up in the bedroom because nobody can get in the bedroom 
That's so interesting. That is really interesting. Because in Shutter Island, they make the... Yeah, I know it's a movie. <laughs> but they go to a crazy island and they make they take the detective's yeah, guns. Yeah. And I was watching the movie, I was like, that's so stupid. Like, obviously, you're going to need right. your guns and get in trouble. But I guess it's yeah. kind of a rule. And, so uh, and the cops, some of them wouldn't, wouldn't do it. They'd yeah. say, I'm not giving... No, I'm not, I'm not leaving a gun. So then they can't go in? Yeah. But these guys did. They had no problem. There were two or three cops. And uh, anyway, they um, took the guy away. And uh, we heard that he the guy got taken to Valley Medical Center in San Jose, and he beat up some more people. Uh, and uh, you know, when somebody does that on a unit like that, you can press charges yeah. for assault, yeah. even though they're mentally ill. Yeah, that's. So he didn't hit me, tough. but uh, yeah. Well, there. Yeah, I've been hit though. I, I believe I've been it. And had my nose broken. And, well, stuff, you and know. not your average uh, workplace experience no. in life. No, that's no. what I love about that place. So, yeah, is, is, you have crazy you know, stories. Yeah, you'd, you'd be worrying about stuff's going on in your life. And you'd go <laughs> well, you're worried about your life. <laughs> yeah. Then you go to this place and you're yeah. like, man, my problems are nothing. <laughs> Gives you perspective. Yeah. yeah, that's what this episode's all about to wrap it up. Yep, perspective. Perspective. No, but okay. One last thing before we yes. wrap up. Obviously, we're gonna have to do this again because I want to hear. I'm sure we could go all night about it. <laughs> so for this episode, part one of hanging with Papa Dan. <laughs> in the midst of that, I know that you are retired now. Yes. And when that was going on, or even now, mm-hmm. how do you hang loose? How do you relax? How do you take a step back and get even more perspective? Than what you were charged in life. Watching YouTubes, man. YouTubes. <laughs> watching YouTubes. There you go. See, Lobby's Hobby. So, you like watching videos? I do. I hang out doing that. Interesting. Just, and, you know, my anxiety level is like, shh, it's gone way down. It's like your stress wow. level just goes out the window. Because when you're in school, it's always, hurry up, do yeah. homework, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then when you get out, it's work and work, you know, yeah. always doing that. And you're, you got school. Yeah. So, you know what it's like. When you retire, <laughs> you find, you finally—at least I did. Yeah. Some guys I don't think ever do that. Yeah, and that's why they don't adjust to it because they keep going. Yeah. yeah, but me, I go, I go. You know what? I don't have to shave fast. <laughs> <laughs> do anything fast. I got all day long. I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to do anything. It's great. There you go. You too. That's how. That's, the, great. that's like you're like the poster. Person for retirement. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is you know what? Papa Dan. I didn't think I would retire because I thought I'd go crazy because I couldn't sit still. Yeah. No, but now I can sit still. Because of YouTube. Of course, I'm 69 years old. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, YouTube. I put a few for years that. on there, but. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for sharing. You okay. look great. You don't look 69. Okay. We appreciate having you appreciate on. It. Colby, any final last words? No, sir. That was amazing. That concludes thank yeah. you. episode one. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going to have to do it again. We do Air Force. Well, not a lot of yep. people know that. That one. was a good. That was. I don't was even great. think your dad might know that. Know that one, or your mom. My, I'm well, gonna, they'll have to. Tune I'm, in. Not, I'm not. I'll tell anybody. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm not, you know, maybe. No, I, I appreciate your in your it. lack of filter. I love it. I mean, that's a good thing. Thank you. My roommate David, I think he'll listen to this. But he doesn't have a filter either, and I love it. It's <laughs> honest, honesty. I love honesty. it. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening on to to our grandpa and uh, a little bit of his life. And that concludes the episode. Hanging loose. Peace and love. Hanging loose with Papa Dan. Thank you much. Thanks for coming on. I enjoyed uh, being able to talk to you guys. You're the man. There we go. That's right.
Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of Hanging Loose. Don't forget to subscribe, check out next week's episode, and as always, hang loose, baby. Come